Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Attention pro athletes. Want to secure your financial legacy and thrive off the field? Oak Bridge Wealth Management, led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti, is your dedicated financial planning ally. But don't take it from me. Take it from the Dallas Cowboys' Tyler Biotish. He says, Chris set goals financially and has been incredibly impactful in my journey in the NFL. Experience our customized, comprehensive approach, trusted by top NFL players. Don't leave your financial success to chance. Connect with Chris on Instagram at OakbridgeWM underscore Anaceti. That's OakbridgeWM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And let Oakbridge Wealth Management guide you across the goal line. Welcome back to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag and our friends over at Oakbridge Wealth Management. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins. Join. As always, my Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? We're champs, baby. We're winners. I mean, we're not champs, but we're winners. We're winners. And uh, I'm pretty happy about that. I'm also glad that we won. We're going to talk about that here on Monday morning, fullback, 20 minutes of our rapid reaction to the game. This is about the most rapid we've ever been, Bernie. Uh, We are recording this at 240 Central Time here on Saturday, right after the game. Before we get into what we're going to talk about, though, got to remind everyone watching, listening, however you're consuming this episode and all of our content that we are presented by betonline.ag, where they continue to be your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at BetOnline. Head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v bet online where the game starts all right the good the bad and the ugly let's do it uh on a monday morning fullback bernie uh let's start with the good they won they won and uh the offense came alive in the second half Uh, okay so that's good we spread the ball around we had some guys make some serious plays hayden rucci at the end i thought that's solidified it Mm -hmm. you know braylon came in had that huge run and then, and then it ended the whole, then ended it. Um, I literally cannot stand that we've played three games. I mean, this could be the ugly, but I don't want to jump there. I guess I am. Uh, to say that, like, we start so slow. So slow. Like, and and to go one and six on third downs, like, you're not, you're not giving. First off, this isn't even Big Ten play. So, like, to it's do that. Sunbelt play. It's not helpful for our team, right? And and I think what's harder for me is to watch like the third downs. We have no fullback, no tight ends, you know, no double two tight ends, no 22 personnel. You know, you're not really watching like helmets, crack helmets to get two yards. You know, what do they say? Two yards in a, a cloud of dust. dust. Three yards in we're a cloud watching, of dust. We're yeah. watching throwing. We're watching passing. So I would say that here's the good. I actually thought the offense didn't look bad. We had 450 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we could have done better, obviously yeah. the first half was a nightmare, but we didn't stop. The pressure was on us. We were even down and we kept playing. And I actually, Tanner Mordecai seemed the most comfortable I've ever seen him look in a, in a game and in, 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 as a badge, it's only yeah. three, but not all, well, not only that, I mean, he was a, you starting to see him in the run game. We saw quarterback power at one point with Braylon as a lead 
blocker. We saw him scramble. Uh, I mean, he ran for two touchdowns. Um, you know, all five of the Badgers touchdowns were on the ground. He was efficient in the air, you know, eight yards per attempt. That's, I think, the best yards per attempt we've seen out of him so far. To me, that's the real key number. I haven't looked and seen what the air yards per attempt were uh, yet. I think it's a little bit better. But the, the, the team overall made so many errors, so many mm-hmm. mental errors. And the penalties have been killer. Three penalties, Bernie, for illegal formation in like the first... 2.2 quarters right and that i mean that's inexcusable you you see like one i don't even know if we had three in five years of me being on the team i don't even know if we had one i don't even i mean it it's hard I'm sure you did like at one or two points but like not three in one game that's for darn sure right right I, it, that's a, that the the so we're staying on the good or we're getting off the good no we're just going we're just going <laughs> like it's uh, I, I honestly I, let's wait hold on we got to give props we i mean granted i think some of the balls were like lolly popped up there but we had six turnovers for zero turnovers. coming in so we had six so i'm gonna give the defense listen the defense georgia southern did a lot of things that they really wanted to do they, they were able to pick they up gained wisconsin I think a lot of it, listen, I think a lot of it's scheme. You're asking three down linemen to do a lot, and then you're blitzing one, still four guys. Usually you play with four down linemen. So I think the scheme, we're still trying to learn the scheme, but we had six turnovers. Yeah. They, our defense kept us in the game. They fought the entire game. You know, Hunter Waller I, was all over the field. You know, Jametta, like these dudes were everywhere. Hunter Waller um, is uh, insane. He's insane, but you're he's asking 10, you're, right. 10 tackles and two picks? Like... It's great. It's great. Fantastic. And a sack. I mean, just you're you're asking three or four guys to do a lot of work up front. And I don't know if that is their specialty, right? Those, those guys were last year run stoppers, like holding guys. They weren't attacking the quarterback Mm -hmm. and Georgia Southern's offense is way different than I think we'll see a lot. It's all shotgun. It's just like ours. So, you know, you, who knows, but, um, but, but, you know, I think the defensive scheme, we're going to have to blitz more guys. We're going to have to play tighter on, um, on uh, coverage. I'm excited to hear what uh, soldier and Shelton has to say, because yeah. we were giving them a, a little bit of um, buffers when we were, when we were blitzing, they, we, they had a lot of time to pick apart the, the, uh, the, uh, the zones, but yeah, I mean, I we, will, had six, we had six turnovers. So I'm going to say that was good. That was good. I mean, Bryn also Davis Bryn, like six year quarterback. He's played a crap ton of college football. He's seen a lot of football and you know, four, six turnovers on him is great, but he also, you know, picked apart, picked apart the Badgers defense at times. And, you know, it was, it, I, he played better than a, than a five interception effort. I thought for the most part in the game, but you know, it was, I mean, he had 383 yards, yeah. 33 completions for 52 attempts, yeah. you know, toward Tanner Morgan, 19 for 30. I, I, my thing with my thing with the defense if we go into like, I guess the bad, yeah. it's not the ugly, it's the bad. It's had, they got to get off the field just as much as the offense has to stay on. I think it's a dual, like if you want to put, I don't want to say blame, but like any type of onus, they have to get off because they were giving up third down in like eights, some big, some big plays. There was, and we they, they weren't staying us, on the field. They converted, they, they, we had them in second 20 at one point in the third quarter. They made it, they, they you know, they got back and made that like, they got it to third and six, I think, or third and four, and then making and converted that. They were nine for seventeen on. They were better than fifty percent on third down. 
conversions and and we weren't and 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 wisconsin wasn't they were three they finished three for 11 that was after starting like one for eight they had they had uh, 50 plays in the first half we had 33 like that's that that's not good and we only had seven points Mm -hmm. was it seven to seven in the it was seven seven at halftime so imagine that you 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 only have 33 plays and you only scored seven points and it's tied up and they have 50 you know what's what i think is bad is that the momentum and the like excitedness to be playing football looked like it was had mostly by Jordan. I think some of our guys were very happy to be there and like, but it seemed like, um, it seemed like Georgia Southern might've been just having more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying we weren't, we go, it looks like we were going about our business, but I remember being on the field and literally having so much fun when things were going right. And when things were going wrong, like you could see people were upset and, you know, not, like they were, I don't know, not not letting it happen, like or trying to turn it around, or trying to pick your players up, or trying to do whatever. And I don't know. It's just a little. It's just a different feel. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just different. I think that one of the other things on the stat sheet that's going to be really misleading if people who didn't watch the game just look at the final box score and say, "Oh, Wisconsin six sacks. That's good." The six sacks were at the well. They they sacked those backup guys. They sacked the backup guy. And on top of that, they also like they were getting sacks later in the game when they when Georgia Southern was chasing, right? Once Georgia Southern got down, they were really paying their ear backs. They were yeah. too, but they were mostly coverage sacks. Like I think there was only one time when the Badgers uh pass rusher really truly beat their blocker off the snap. And that was CJ Getz single against a tight end, which he better win. Uh, Cheney had one too. Cheney yeah. had one on a blitz. Uh, no blitz yeah, Cheney right. had one on a blitz yeah. that opened up. So that was that was a schemed up one. But I'm just talking like Castro beats their blocker. Didn't really happen. Um, I thought you, Peterson still... came alive a little bit there in the second half. And mm-hmm. I, I before the season said I think Peterson was going to be the impact pass rusher on the team. And I think it's actually in a lot of ways Jake Cheney up the middle. Uh, in his, you know, doing his best Chris Orr impression, like I've been saying for a long, long time. But this is the three-three. Yeah, right? it is. Where does Richardson go? He has to be a blitzer, right? He or else he's never. He's not at the end. Peterson. Yeah, he's not at the end. I mean, he's not like a true three-three. No, guy no, but like, he's, he's an outside rush. linebacker. He's playing the same position. I mean, it's not the exact same position, but it's a very similar role to what we saw Nick Herbig do for the last three years. Yes, but Nick Herbert was a, a an outside you know, linebacker. Yeah, yeah. neither. She, yes, they're just a little bit. They're they're being yes. asked to do very different things. They're um, being asked to do different things. Yeah, and I'm, I guess I just think that the, the you you don't have tradition. CJ Getz is a traditional pass rusher. However, he could be going against two guys. Well, he's the he's supposedly one of the better guys on the D line to pass rush. Yeah, I mean, he's still an outside linebacker at the end of the day. Like, he's still an outside linebacker who's, who's, okay. I, I don't, so. He yeah, puts his hand have, down, so I think he's a, Occasionally, yeah. I, it, it's usually Pietrowski who's got his hand down, who, who's been playing more of like almost like a defensive end, the Michigan State transfer number 44, that I've seen more sort of with his hand down than, sure. like, Getz, Getz does occasionally, he was when he got his sack, but Getz seems to be more of a run-stopping, I, I know that, Coach Fick has said that he likes Getz as a pass rusher before. I, I think he said that earlier in the press conference this week, but I am still a little bit, you know, underwhelmed with the pass rush, despite that six sack number, which I, like I said, I think is misleading. They have three. I, I turned it off with four minutes to go. It was 35 to 14. But we had three sacks just then. 
Mm-hmm. So like, um, I, I, listen, you, yes, I think some of these things will be misleading. The six turnovers happened against their ones. I mean, that mm-hmm. was true. true. And, and listen, in, in uh, the first game, Tanner threw two bad picks. Mm-hmm. Bryn threw four bad picks. I mean, they were really bad. But you know what? We're in the right place. Those were the plays. A few of them, I would say most of those, maybe three out of four, we had pressure. Like, we were hitting it. Yep. People were coming free. So I'm interested to see what the scheme continues to be and build on top of, you know, we it looked like we did a couple things here and there. And it looks, I have to believe that there's going to be a lot more going into Big Ten play. Like, we can't come out the way we did and play the way we did and win Big Ten games. No. No, they're they're far too soft on both lines for that to happen. Well, well, yes, I, I yes, I just think we have to start faster. Like you have to, you got to get up and go. You know, there's no, you can't go three and out in the first drive. Like you got to go. They were five and out on five. They're three and out in five of their first eight drives. Like that to I me, know. it's really damning statistic from that. It, it is not good, especially when you're at home and you have a Georgia Southern team who, again, it's their Super Bowl. And they came out with all the momentum. They didn't flinch for one second. I mean, you, you can't let that happen. And I've been part of these games. You know, I've also been a part of these games where, so I feel what they're feeling. Like we went, um, we went Bowling Green come in. It was like 24 to three, maybe 24 to nothing in like the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Like that's bad. But yeah. you do have to understand that people were, Livid, not just the coaches. The coaches are going to MF you no matter what. And I'm trying to be calm for Carrie. Um, MF you if you can't, if you don't understand what that just side text us will tell you. Uh, you can figure it out. Um, but you're getting MF up, down, left, and right when that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no one's sitting there going, like, Oh, don't worry, we're going to come back. No, it's like, you know, get up and let's. And everyone's doing it too. Everyone's like, yo, we, what we're sitting around, like, what are we doing? So you have people who, who are leaders on the team, getting people going. Donovan Rayo is not just sitting there like, Hey guys, don't worry. Pat you on the back. Like, yeah, we're going to get it. He's like, yo, you get it. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it and you better come with me. Yeah. And, and we were talking with Clink who we're going to have on next week. You know, these dudes, he, he, we were saying even the weakest guy on the O line you got his the most evil out of him, mm-hmm. right? Even if it's a little, even if it's 0.1%, and because he's the nicest human, you got that 0.1% because you had Clink and Benning and Joe Thomas and Donovan who were not letting one person bring them, even keep us down, and they didn't. That's, that's what was so special. It was like, you, they forced you to do well. They forced everyone to do well. And I think, and I said this before, I want the O-line to play like that. I know. Go out there, have fun, you know, play with a chip on your shoulder. Like you're a 300 pound dude who plays at Wisconsin, baby. Mm-hmm. Go out there and just maul people. Attention, athletes. Do you want a frictionless and tailored financial planning experience to secure your future? Well, look no further. Introducing Oak Bridge Wealth Management, the premier financial planning firm for professional athletes, led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti. Our team provides a unique and comprehensive approach ensuring your financial success both on and off the field. We understand the unique challenges you face as a professional athlete, from managing cash flow habits to planning major business purchases and navigating complex contracts. That's why we've developed a proven process, working closely with our strategic partners to provide seamless solutions 
for your unique financial journey. Our services evolve with your career, offering short, mid, and long-term goal setting, portfolio optimization, real estate investments, and more. As you transition to life beyond the field, we support you with career development and philanthropic ventures. But don't just take our word for it. Top NFL players like Chase Boulier, Tyler Biotish, Alec Ingold, and more trust Oakbridge Wealth Management to guide them towards financial success. Troy Dye of the Minnesota Vikings says, I really love the work that Chris and the rest of the Oakbridge group do. I especially like the honesty and transparency when it comes to setting up financial goals and plans that best fit my needs and situation. It's time to elevate your financial game plan. Connect with Chris on Instagram at OakbridgeWM underscore Anicetti. That's OakbridgeWM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And join the winning team. I think that is one of the big growing pains in this scheme because when I think inherently when you're in shotgun, you can't, I mean, I guess like, yes, the alignment should be able to fire off the line the same play in the same way, but it just doesn't quite. It's definitely not the same offense as like an eye. No. And I think, uh, and I guess that is part of my real question moving forward is that, the way that they're using Braylon, like using him on these little flare passes for three yards, that's they're like, oh, we want to get him into space, but like, but he doesn't have any downhill momentum. He doesn't, and he does it. He takes a second to get that big old body up to full speed. And if I want to get a jitter, I want Will Pauling in space, right? <laughs> I want because he's going to cut on a dime and make a guy miss. I want Braylon going downhill. Like I want Braylon Allen and his 245 damn pounds running downhill and making a safety have to like scream for his life. Once he's stopped, once he catches the ball and has to try to juke, he doesn't have that same momentum. He's easier to tackle. Like, I don't know. I want to see him. I want to see them use the pistol more. I want to see them, you know, and that will, that's to me always been sort of like the best of both worlds, right? Where you still get the tailback lined up behind the quarterback. He can come downhill as he's taking a handoff. And it's not like a weird mesh kind of thing. It's uh, that takes longer to develop. I'm, you know, again, my opinion, right? What, what do I, like, I'm not Phil Longo. I don't expect to be Phil Longo. Phil Longo has more knowledge about offensive football in the nail on his pinky than I do. That being said, I still feel like they're not using Braylon to the best of his skill set. Well, I, I don't hate that he catches balls in space. I don't. I just don't. Catches, he doesn't need to do it a lot. He doesn't need to have five catches. And he doesn't he need to one. be the Big Ten's leader in receptions. Right. He can be. And and look at him today. Like he came in, he sparked us. Mm-hmm. You know, he got. He was breaking tackles. He broke a bunch of. Tackles. Once he started running downhill in the second half, right, and he was great. And he broke that long one, and then he finished. And that that was when we went above. I think we went up on that. Yes. One. You know, and and if you have Braylon Allen, who's face of our team doing that you got confidence you got momentum people are getting pumped you can see it and i love that about it and listen if chess chess did it in, in in the first game he did in the second game and same braylon did it in both games too but these guys uplift each other and i love that about them but if chess has three catches and braylon has one or two i'm good with that i agree i loved all the new pulling plays i love the motion with ashcroft to kick out somebody. And I love Braylon. I think that's his bread and butter. It is. T- his bread and butter is, and I think he likes a fullback. You know, that's what I think he's, he's like more normal to like pulling powers, 
inside stuff. But I agree. I like the pistol form, but I like everything for him. And if mm-hmm. he's not doing it, I like that Chez can do it. And I, you know, today it just felt, I, he had what, 15 carries? Chez? Uh, uh, no, uh, Braylon. Today, today Braylon had 12, Chez had 15. So 12 touches to me is not enough. But they only yeah. had, they didn't have a lot of they didn't have a lot of place and you know what I'll take uh, thirty three out of fifty for and we had some drops too so I'll take thirty three out of fifty from Tanner it just so it seems like listen we're also giving the brain of we've watched fifty run plays and twenty well, yeah we've watched plays. we've had thirty years so of like, watching fifty run plays yes. I have to consistently keep telling myself like we're we're watching a shift and mm-hmm. we have to be patient with this shift. Mm-hmm. Now let's just jump into the ugly because I hear my daughter uh, waking up. up. So that uh, I would say the ugly is we started too slow. We let Georgia hang or Georgia Southern hang around with us, and they they didn't. They were there to play once we let them kind of hang around. Um, and the penalties, you know, like oh, we're, God, we need to be clean. So those are my those we are my negatives. The ball out of bounds for the second time in three games on a kickoff. That's unacceptable. It's like you have one job. That is I mean, that is what? the. You know, so Huber, Coach Huber, would literally rip the kickers, like kill them, like tear them limb from limb. If they did anything wrong, yeah, and and two in three games is really not great. I mean, that it's it's frustrating because you're running out on the defense there on the forty yard line. Yeah, I mean, you get you you gave them fifteen yards. If anything, I there were some holdings on the line. Dude, just let them go, just let them go, like. A two-yard play is better than a minus fifteen-yard play. Yeah. Um, and that, to me, those are like the worst ones. We had a face mask. We had some other things. These things are going to happen in the game. Like you, you, your hand gets wrapped up at the top. It just is there. It it sucks, but it's there. But we got to do way better. I think we can. I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, first game of the first game of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Do we have a game next week? Yeah. Uh, what do we have a game next week? That's a good. Yeah, that's a good question for me. Uh, yes, we have. We have. We're at Purdue next week. Oh, oh, that's right. We're, it's at, we're at Purdue on a Friday night. I love that. I kind of like. I'm that so too. excited. I thought that was in two weeks, but I'm all messed up. The Jewish holidays, you know. Happy Rosh Hashanah, by the way. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Shout out to bye everyone. But it's jammed my whole brain up. Yeah, it's okay. It's um, okay. But listen, that's that's you know, you're. I don't know what. You got to get Brady Collins in every meeting to just scream at people. I don't know what to do. I don't know how coaches coach now in this like day and age of like, you know, you got to be real. You got to be like, the kids are just different. I don't know how else to say it. You know, we could take an, an ear, a lashing, a verbal lashing. You, you didn't have a choice. Different. You didn't have a choice. We also didn't have a choice. There was no social media. Nobody cared. Who are you going to go tell somebody? Like no one cared. You yeah. had a cell phone to call your mom. Um, I mean, you did. Like, pay you phone, are, man. What a hundred call you know, ATT. You know what? Uh, uh, little, my three minutes didn't start until eight o'clock at night, so I couldn't call my mom. She was sleeping at nine o'clock on the East Coast, so that wouldn't have worked. No, but you know, like, the, the, there just needs to be some fire. I don't know how to get that going, but that to me is the biggest negative. We're going at Purdue at home at their place. I'm sorry, seven p.m. Your prime time, and if you don't start fast. Purdue is going to throw it all over the boiler. Make you throw, they throw and they throw and then they throw. And they're not, and they want to win the big 10 too. Yeah. They're the reigning big 10 West champions. They're not just going to sit down, which is weird because they weren't good, but you know, like they weren't terrible. It it just, it's going to be a fist fight 
and you have to be prepared to get hit in the face play one, not play 30 or play 40 or the second half. I'm happy we're a second half team, but we have to be a first play team also. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's where I'm going. Listen, I'm still, you know, I'm still have the glass half full. I'm still excited about this team. I think we have playmakers. I like almost everything about what we're doing. And listen, it's still a culture shock and a change. We have to, we have this word game three of a whole new regime. We have to let and give them an opportunity to show what they can do. Like that's it. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it then for us here today. We're back later this week with Jonathan Klinkscale, uh, Sojourn Shelton, and who else knows? Maybe maybe we'll throw another one in just for, uh, just for the thrill of it. Why not? Um, so we like like I said, we'll be back later this week uh, here on Believe in Badgers on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag and our friends over at Oak Ridge Wealth Management. So until next time, thanks for tuning in and on Wisconsin. Uh, winners, baby. On Wisconsin. Want to know for the week. Want to know. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.